Welcome back to the Balance Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Renthigpen. Always ecstatic to be in the house with you today. Listen, take a moment with me, breathe, because we are about to dive in. Our next feature expert guest, who is incredible and potent in her own right, Miss Ari Krishnak. She just happens to wear a few hats when she's not serving our future STEAM leaders from supporting them as they ready themselves for greatness. She's wearing her hat of CEO and head of strategy at C. Colofia, I think I said that right. Ari K, as she's known to most people, is on a mission to help femtech, direct-to-consumer, and women-led brands transform their website into platforms that drive business growth and happen to be sites that convert so you can stop doing all the heavy lifting and actually have more room for what we call work-life and love balance. Ari, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? I am fantastic. Although, you know, part of it is because I'm super excited about spring, super excited about this year. Anikita, we talked a little bit about that a lot earlier, but I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited that we finally get to do this. It's been a while since the last time I chat with you. So yeah, let's dive in. Yeah, absolutely. So first question is why, you know, your your business name has such a beautiful and fun word, right? The wordplay of it. I have to like read the pronunciation, like Sikolofia. Like I think I said that correctly. No, you did. Why that name and why this business in this hour yeah. of your life? That name is definitely something that I did not know it's going to become a name for my company. That's part one. A lot of people ask us, okay, what's with the name? Is there a hidden meaning behind it? Is there a story behind it? Well, there's definitely a story about it. The big thing that I will, you know, take away from this particular origin of the story is for me to really challenge myself, which I didn't realize I have that when I was in my teenage years. So okay. to back up, right, this name, mm -hmm. honestly, I completely made it up when I was in high school during my biology class. Now, put yourself in your own shoes when you're in your high school, right? You're in the biology mm -hmm. class and it's just so boring. I was like, why am I even here, right? Like, looking mm -hmm. at all the textbook information, it was a little bit intimidating for me because I start seeing all the different names, right? The biology names for, you know, worms or any other creatures and things that we are learning on all things related to biology. And I couldn't help but wonder, how did they come up with the name? Right. Yeah. I was like challenging myself, like if they can come up with the name, why can't I not? Right. So I started just like doodling something and it become, you know, this Calafia thing. And I was like, hey, this is cool. I didn't know I have the guts to do this. Right. I'm yeah. creative. I didn't even realize all these different things that, you know, in a way are hidden until yeah. you realize you've done it. And then you finally feel that you have the capacity and capability to do it. So mm. that's my origin story of the not of the name now the it. name ended up get carried around as i get to high school and finishing up high school right and then mm -hmm. to art school when i pursue my master not master degree, bachelor degree in um, visual communication okay. people just start knowing me about this name because i just start you know using it as my display name all the different things so it built up its own brand equity and when my husband asked me, hey, Ari, do you want to build a business with me? Right? 
And sure, what could go wrong with this? <laughs> Just a lot of things <laughs> go wrong with this. What could go wrong with this? <laughs> exactly. Um, and then he asked me, should we use the same name? And I was like, might as well. And that's how it ended up becoming our business name. Okay, husband. He was rooting for this name that he probably knew some of the history of before yeah. you guys tie the knot. I I love that. Now it makes sense too, because I don't think I knew that your bachelor's was in visual visual communication. Mm-hmm. So that totally makes sense why you are dominating like UX platforms <laughs> and really helping people not just on the kind of SEO side, the behind the scenes, the behind the curtains of what helps a website get read by Google algorithm and all the other places, but Mm -hmm. the flow I know is really important for you. Like you talk a lot about that on LinkedIn where I professionally stalk you. (laughs) You talk about the the importance of the flow, like what goes above the fold, below the fold, not having more than like three main call to actions, you know, keeping your other ones within, you know, links to really pull people in. Like you get really detailed in your your teaching of it, which I truly appreciate because it's always something that when you're not a pronounced techie, which I know a lot about technology from 12 years of business, but it's all self-taught, very sloppy, right? Like falling into it. It's not something I'm trained in. So I would not call myself a technical person (laughs) by any means, but it is important having a business that you at least stay up on some of the trends. So someone like you, Ari, who where you and your husband make sure that you're kind of teaching and educating in a very entertaining way, the, you know, do's and don'ts, at least the high levels that help people until they are ready to be like, okay, here's my baby. Yeah. Take my baby Ari and, you know, help it with, in all the ways. I think it's really, it's really important and very helpful. Yeah. And I love how you phrase everything, right? Because the one big you know, issue that a lot of people come when they reach out to us, they just don't have this full picture about how do we translate our brand into the digital experiences, right? Mm-hmm. Some people can easily just like, okay, you have the color, you have the typography and call it a day. I was like, it's beyond that. It's beyond yeah. the colors, beyond the typography and beyond the content that you have. But yeah. sometimes we forget that we have to take account on user experience, right? Mm -hmm. We're all targeting human beings. We're, you know, connecting with other people. We're not just like this big brand or trying to be a big brand and not taking into an account, like how would somebody feel when they get to our, you know, touch points and channels, whether it's, you know, in person as well as on website. We really take an account. It's like, how are they feeling right now when they come into our website? Mm-hmm. Are we conveying the right message to them, right? Are we really serving them well on our website? That's most of the things that people are overlooking. And I'm glad that we finally, you know, at a point where we feel like we have this great knowledge that we can share together. And without the jargon, people hated the jargon. I hear it all the time. It's like, I don't understand X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, well, we speak in human language, plain English, when we mm-hmm. explain all things related to all the projects related to website. And it has been very impactful for them because they ended up learning alongside with us and collaborating with us on the project. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. It's also how for what you do in your business, for you and your husband's business, you're able to help people, like I was saying in the introduction, not just have a pretty website that mm-hmm. to your point has good color scheme and, you know, it all, it makes you feel good when you look at it from, you know, standing back, but it 
it needs to call in your actual client mm-hmm. and speak to them and the copy, the messaging, the, the design, the layout. So everything is not too busy. So it can do the heavy lifting for you, which for me, because yeah. you know, I'm very intentionally selfish and I do not hide that anywhere. But when you want your time and you value having white space on your calendar and opportunities for vacations, staycations, micro sabbaticals, all the things you get to do that. When you have your website, which is usually the main ship for mm-hmm. most companies, be able to actually pull in not just any fish, but yeah. the right human fish, so to speak. That was like a weird analogy before with <laughs> me people, right? <laughs> to bring them in. So it's actually helping their, their business convert for the clients yes. that they're trying to attract and not just busy themselves with a bunch of phone calls. Like I know you talk a lot about using the facts section as part of the SEO, like, and it say, mm-hmm. it also saves you time from getting on unnecessary phone calls or saves your team time yeah. from having to do that, which I think is really valuable. And when I was looking at some of the work that you do behind the curtains, you're also doing mentorship for these younger generations of people that are coming into the femtech and design space. And you needed bandwidth to be able yeah. to help these STEAM, because I know it used to be STEM, but it's STEAM now these steam future leaders really take their place in the market so they can serve the next generation. How does that work for you when you're looking at how do I create balance in my business and my personal relationships? So I even have room for these altruistic Mm -hmm. endeavors. Yes. Um, Before I answer that, the main reason why I felt like mentorship is one of the big thing I want to do right. And giving back is because I grew up not having a mentor. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I finally have a mentor is when I come here to Chicago. I was originally born and raised in Bali. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the warm introduction as well as the ecosystem of women entrepreneur here in Chicago was very, very welcoming. And I wouldn't be able to forget that because they even, you know, reach out to me to mentor me without me even asking. And I mean, like, mm. that was such a generous act, right? Yeah. And in order to really, you know, truly help support fellow women entrepreneur. And that was truly genuine for me. And that really catapulted my own personal growth and the business growth. So I have this urge to just really, you know, go back out there and then share what I now know with all these different knowledge and sharing it with others so that they can have the shortcut they need to success. Yeah. Now, in terms of balance, that's a touchy subject for me because I feel like right now I'm in, I don't know, in chaos mode because mm-hmm. such growth happened. Yeah. But looking at balance, I use the thing that I really have to create a rigid balance. I thought like, I really have to have this, you know, work-life balance or else, right? Mm-hmm. But having kid taught me differently, right? Mm-hmm. Having a business, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> having a life, have, you know, went through pandemic, taught me things differently. So mm-hmm. for me, balance really is when I can really finally see I'm not, you know, on fire all the time. Yeah. I feel like I'm slowly, you know, graduating, gradually, right? Trying to figure out what that balance means for me. And I think it has been changing in the past couple of years, but this year specifically, because I'm growing the business, you know, I don't, so my, my son is 
he's gonna turn eight and i feel like it's a big deal for me right now it's like what is yes. happening and this is like life as well right really harnessing that you know your personal intuition your personal mental health and well overall health and wellness what's that gonna look like yeah. in the beginning i thought i was like yeah that's easy i'm just gonna you know figure it out with my <laughs> With, with the intake of in the project intake that I can take on or this or that and even you know managing my calendar unfortunately I haven't really have the right answer to this Nikita and mm-hmm. you know to a degree I felt like it, it feels like a little bit of failure right mm-hmm. but sometimes you work with what you have sometimes Absolutely. you make the best decision based on the knowledge that you have at the time Um, now I did have a few different ways of making myself and my family feel that we have quality time, which is, you know, always finishing up work after 5 PM, right? No work over the weekend. Yeah. That's a must. And then really taking on opportunity to spend time with the family. For example, throughout the spring break, right? I was Mm -hmm. able to take a couple of days off that week so that we can explore downtown Chicago together. Just really building up this, you know, key moments that you feel will make you feel fulfilled personally, right? Mm -hmm. You are busy with your work day in and day out, but you also need to pay close attention to relationship that you're building with your, if you already have, you know, kid or son or daughters and things like that, even with your spouses, people that you love in your life. Absolutely. Right? I felt like it, it has to have some sort of like balance and whatever that balance may look like for you, embrace it because your balance may not look the same like everybody else's balance. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, you know, I'm a balance and relationship advisor, right? So I yeah. can't not agree with everything you said. And similar to you making up a word, you know, for a Sikalofia, I made up a formula for balance. I really do believe it's what you create, not what you achieve, because Mm -hmm. we get to create words, definitions, our reality. And the formula for me is ironically exactly what you said in the expression of what you're not sure is your balance, but it really is because it's T over B. It's mm-hmm. the truth of what you really want in this world. You want to grow your company. You want to have intimacy with your forever lover. Okay. Yes. You want to have time for your son. Like you want to have space for friendship and socialization and travel. Mm-hmm. That's your truth. And whatever is kind of pulling you forward in that from a higher level mission perspective. And it's over your boundaries, which is the B, T over B. The yeah. boundaries are what you create so you can achieve that truth as your reality. You have a boundary around what time you finish work. You have a boundary around your weekends, maybe with exception of when you're traveling for a speaking engagement, yeah. right? Or when you need to be a little bit flexible, but that's the exception, not the rule. Yes. That's your boundary, Ari. And it's allowing you to be in this beautiful space of what I would call the burn zone where you're like, I'm tilting into overachieving mode because there's yeah. so much abundance coming at me and I have to you know, have the space for it. And mm-hmm. it could be stressful to have a lot of good things happen all at the same time. Our bodies still react to it, right? Yeah. The same way it would if you had scarcity in it, mm-hmm. but it's all about our perception around it. Like I called this in. I worked hard for this. This was not yeah. handed to me. Mm-hmm. I did this. We did this in, in the case of your company because I work with my husband as well. We created this and it is, you know, the burn zone is burning, right? Like <laughs> I feel I feel the heat, 
but it's all for the purpose of when I get to relax into the next moment. I call it lazy. It's a little tongue in cheek because you can't really be an overachiever and be lazy, but I literally self-identify as a lazy overachiever because I value my rest. I value Mm -hmm. the naps and the sabbaticals and the self-locations, but that's not every day. Most days I'm dominating, right? But you've given yourself that space after five o'clock and be like, okay, it's dinner time. Don't you talk mm-hmm. to me about no UX, nothing. Right? <laughs> you leave me alone. I'll see you at 8 a.m. tomorrow or whatever time you check in. But I yeah. think that's the beauty of what you're creating. And it's your the fruit of your life is showing you that. So I don't think you're failing at all. I think you're creating it just the way you want it. And you're kind of tweaking the edges of it so that it feels really good for you yeah. as you move in every day. I think it's beautiful. Can I just say thank you for sharing that insight? And it's so funny, right? Sometimes when you have to hear it from other person or somebody else to tell Mm -hmm. you that you're doing great. Keep at it, right? And sometimes we're just being so hard on ourselves trying to, you know, push towards that goal, push toward that Mm -hmm. achievement that we really want. And we forget to take a pause. You mentioned a lot earlier around, you know, being able to, also take naps. I mean, yes. it's not a sin. Like if you feel mm. really <laughs> tired and you need that rest, your body will tell you, get yeah. a break, take yes. that nap. It will be very helpful, not just, you know, for your body, but also for your productivity. Yeah. The innovation, you're mm-hmm. like steeped in innovation 24 seven. Yeah. Your body, your brain, your spirit is like mama. I, I need a moment so I can mm-hmm. refill my innovation cup. And as well as your joy and your energy. So when you have, if you give yourself permission to take power naps and, you know, have lazy moments, you know, wiggling your toes and just staring up at the sky, whatever works for you, it really does, I think, make everything so much more beautiful and so much more worth it, which I love. So this brings me to the question of how are you actually giving yourself permission to pause? Giving myself permission to pause. Hmm. You know, Permission to pause in the beginning for me sounds like, oh, am I going to be selfish, right? Yes, please be selfish. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry, I'm a little biased. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> and I don't think I embraced that, you know, as much in the past. This year, I feel like I finally feel I deserve it. Why haven't I done it, right? Sometimes it's the, you know, other people's perception of you or their expectation of you. It could be, you know, the society expectation of you as well when you're growing up in certain cultures, right? And it takes a while for, you know, for us to really adapt to it and know that it's not me being lazy. It's me Mm -hmm. trying to, you know, taking care of myself, trying to see like what's important. So to answer your question, you know, how do I, um, you know, get that permission these days? I lean in toward myself, right? In terms mm-hmm. of my intuition, right? Mm-hmm. What my gut is telling me, because my gut has never been wrong. I felt Someone. like whenever I don't listen to my gut, then I'm just like regretting my decision, right? Yeah. So leaning into that intuition and really just like leap into areas that bring me joy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that might look like, you know, I just want to watch Korean drama and then just like laugh about things, right? Or it could be, you know, me just trying. <laughs> this is going to be <laughs> slightly unique. I don't know if any other, you know, 
women entrepreneurs or is CEOs doing this, but I blow up demons on a game, right? So I'm just okay. like, hey, this is different. Exactly. <laughs> This is unique. It is definitely, right? I'm pretty sure, hey, I know some of you guys are out there, so DM me later. Um, and it's it's just a matter of like, okay, what makes you feel good? Sometimes it could be just like an afternoon tea with my husband, right? Yeah. You just need time away from our home office with very messy dust and all a lot of to-dos. Or it could be just like a weekend getaway with the whole, you know, small family that we have here. And it sometimes... I think I push myself too much like, oh, I have to have this like grand vision of like having a balance go to a spa or like having like a very luxury um, you know, travel experience. Like, no, not really. Right? right. It's all about that, you know, fulfillment that you get when laughing together with people that you love, people that truly have supported you or the meaningful relationship that you have built over time, where it's your friends, family or, you know, maybe a community. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm a thousand and ten percent in love with everything you do. I love simple pleasures from bubbles to Rubik's cubes to wiggling my feet to mid afternoon orgasms, like whatever mm-hmm. works for you <laughs> makes yeah. a big difference. And it really is the simple pleasures. And you can balance it out, pun intended, there with some luxury bookends mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. if you're planning an annual trip. But you need balance more than once a year, right? Like oh, yeah. you, you, you need it to be a part of your day. So to your point, it's laughter. Laughter is medicine. Like, let me give myself those opportunities to really enjoy. I'm sure your eight year old is in love with those moments. And those are the things that are really going to seep in his memories at the end of the day. It's, it's going to be what is truly the callback when it matters. Yes. One thing that I want to follow up in that part is the memories. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like we really, you know, underestimate how powerful memories could be. The -hmm. other day I saw a picture of, you know, my mother-in-law with my son when we were celebrating the first birthday party. And that was what, seven years ago. And just seeing that pictures bring back this, you know, flood of memories of how our first year went having you know, well, our first child and being a first time parent. So it was very emotional moment for me. And I, I can't stress it enough, like whenever possible, right? Really trying to be in that moment. I know sometimes it can be very hard with you trying to push new either product to a market, right? Really trying to get that investment or whatever it is that you're planning to do with your business goal. But don't overlook the time that you have right now, especially if you have, um, you know, if you have young children, people have been telling me it's going to go very fast and it is mm-hmm. going very, very fast. So I'm trying as much as I can to be open-minded, right? In terms of like, where can I really find that, you know, balance and the break whenever possible so that I can yeah. be in that moment and, you know, harnessing more of these momentums and memories. No, I love it. I blinked it. My oldest was almost 27 in like a second and my youngest is 22. You know, we were yeah. talking about in that in the green room. It really was a blink. Like there were moments when I'm like, when will you grow up? <laughs> right. But most of the time it's rapid fire. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I truly, truly, I connect with you. 
in that moment. Wow. This has been amazing. Are you know I could talk to you forever, but I know you have websites to slay, people to help <laughs> make sure that they're bringing in the right potent human fish to their boat like all, all the things. How can they connect with you to learn more about the work that you and your husband are doing? Yes, definitely. You can always reach out to me on LinkedIn, pretty active in there, or you can, you know, check out my website. There is a contact page in there as well. So feel free to check out the website, cklph.com or find me on LinkedIn. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for just being you, being honest, being vulnerable, being transparent, and really willing to share what's happening, not just in your business, which is beautiful and helpful, but also how you're doing as a founder and entrepreneur, actually creating and scaling something that's truly making a long-lasting impact. We we value you. Thank you, Nikita. I'm glad that, you know, I get a chance to do this. And yeah, more to the balance, right? <laughs> more to the balance. Absolutely. Thank you. Balance Bowley listeners, we are so appreciative as always that you tuned in, that you stayed. So I have two favors to ask as usual. The first, which is the most important in this moment is to think about at least one person, if it's not yourself, that's in your ecosystem that can benefit from Ari's story. And it may be that they can also use her services, but really connecting to her story of being a transplant and coming here and having to start something from scratch and be innovative and use all of herself in it so that she could literally create something that's thriving and creating a legacy for her family. Think of one person and share this episode with at least that one human. And then second, enjoy the balance of your day, but remember, do it boldly. 